Lively Nation, what's happening? Brad through here. Welcome back to another podcast. Today, I'm talking about what's better, intermittent fasting or eating breakfast. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrow, and we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. Welcome to Live Lean TV. I'm Brad Guthrow from LiveLeanTV.com. So guys, on today's episode, I'm answering a question I get all the time. Should you do intermittent fasting or eat breakfast? Well, to be clear, everyone eats breakfast or else you'd be dead. The term breakfast is simply a compound of break and fast, meaning this meal, regardless of what time you do eat it, breaks the fasting of food. So even if you do follow intermittent fasting and you have your first meal at 12 p.m., it technically still is your breakfast. So everyone eats breakfast, but it's just been branded as the meal you eat after waking up. And this is the meal that has been labeled by the media as the most important meal of the day. However, I prefer to look at it this way. The first thing you feed yourself, regardless of when that happens, sets the stage for the quality of how you eat for the rest of the day. So let me clarify this. Regardless if you eat breakfast first thing in the morning or you skip your morning meal and follow the intermittent fasting approach, promise me that the first thing you feed yourself is healthy. The reason for this is simple. The first meal of the day creates the momentum and gets the ball rolling to either a day filled of healthy habits, productivity. So you wanna put an order in for how many units? Damn, that's good. Yes. And energy. It's time to work out. Damn, that's good. Or a day filled with unhealthy chaos and laziness. This day over yet? Oh, I hate my life. What time is it? Lunchtime. Do I really want to go to the gym? F that. More coffee. So a big part of healthy eating is habits and early momentum. One positive habit gets the ball rolling. So guys, with that said, you may be asking if you should eat breakfast or skip breakfast in favor of intermittent fasting. The answer is, it depends, as intermittent fasting impacts different people in different ways. So what works for you may not work for your husband, your wife, or your neighbor. It all comes down to your goals and experimenting to see what works best for you. There is no perfect diet or one size fits all approach to nutrition. We're all different. So it's up to you to find what works best for your body and your lifestyle and is sustainable. So my goal with this video is to help you figure out the best approach for your goals. So first off, what is intermittent fasting, guys? Well, intermittent fasting is simply a nutrition protocol that dictates the times when you eat and the times when you fast. So fasting simply means not eating. And there are many different variations of fasting, including 24-hour fasting, alternate day fasting, 
16-8 intermittent fasting and 12-hour intermittent fasting. So for this video, let's focus on one of the most popular variations of fasting, the 16-8 intermittent fasting protocol. So this simply means that you're breaking up the 24 hours in today into two different windows. There's a larger fasting window of 16 hours when you don't eat and a limited feeding window of eight hours when you do eat. So guys, the typical 16-8 feeding window is between 12 p.m. and 8 p.m., meaning you only eat within that eight hour time period. And then the other 16 hours of the day between 8 p.m. and 12 p.m. are the times when you fast, meaning you don't eat. So guys, I did a video on this a few years ago and I did an experiment myself. You can watch the video right here or at the link down below. So the question is, should you do intermittent fasting? Well, before I answer that, here are the potential benefits of intermittent fasting. Benefit number one, fat loss. So guys, without a doubt, intermittent fasting is a great nutrition protocol when done correctly if your goal is fat loss. Because fat loss can increase quite a bit during that extended 18-hour fasting window. So once you get over that initial adaptation period and the struggles with hunger and food cravings early in the day, your body can adapt and it will become a normal thing not to eat in the morning. Now, this may lead to even more sustainable results than eating more frequent, low-calorie meals throughout the day. For some people, eating less frequently but bigger meals within your limited eating window is a more sustainable approach than constantly prepping and consuming smaller meals throughout the day. Of course, being in a slight calorie deficit, eating enough healthy sources of protein to sustain muscle along with plenty of healthy fats and fiber and nutrient-rich vegetables and fruits is key to a healthy and sustainable fat loss approach. Benefit number two, improving metabolic health. So insulin sensitivity and cholesterol. So the opposite of insulin sensitivity is insulin resistance. So when you're insulin resistant, it simply means that your cells are resistant to insulin. Thus, you're at a higher risk of storing food as body fat as opposed to burning it for energy. This can also create inflammation in the body, which leads to many other health issues. So fasting in overweight people has been shown to improve insulin sensitivity and lower the LDL cholesterol, which is the bad cholesterol, and triglycerides. So the question is, is intermittent fasting right for you? Well, intermittent fasting is great for overweight men who struggle with metabolic issues and are looking to lose fat. So I say men because they tend to respond better than women as more restrictive fasting protocols can potentially cause hormonal issues with some women. Intermittent fasting can still be beneficial for women, but a more relaxed eating window of 10 to 12 hours may be a better start. It can also be great for people who need to lose weight and just don't have time to eat in the morning or just aren't hungry in the morning. But I also have to be real here, guys. That initial adaptation period may roughly take seven or 14 days, and during those first few days, it will really test your willpower. But trust me, it does get easier as you go. But in my opinion, guys, if your goal is muscle building, I prefer to eat more frequently, including breakfast, as it's easier to get in the sufficient calories needed for muscle growth. So now let's talk about should you eat breakfast. I'm sure you've read the headlines that say, people who skip breakfast are more likely to have less concentration, decreased energy, a lower metabolism, and have weight issues. Well, that's a pretty bold statement that has many holes in it. Because in a perfect world, if more people were eating my PFF breakfast, which consists of protein, fiber, and fat, then yes, 
I'd say people who eat breakfast would have more focus, increased energy, and a faster metabolism, and let's be real, would be lean AF. But unfortunately, many people's breakfast consists of the foods from the standard American diet. I'm referring to refined carbohydrates in forms of high glycemic cereals like Special K, cornflakes, blueberry muffins, and bagels. So I'd actually argue that these common breakfast foods would be the cause of people having less concentration, a decrease in energy, a lower metabolism, and weight issues because these foods create more cravings throughout the day. So the idea that breakfast is the most important meal of the day depends on the foods that you're actually eating at breakfast. So keep that in mind if you are a breakfast person. All right, so here are the potential reasons why you should eat breakfast. Issue number one, stress hormones. So guys, typically when the body doesn't receive food in a timely manner, it has a higher risk of producing excessive amounts of the stress hormone cortisol. So for people who are already live a high stress life and obsessed over food, this can further increase the unhealthy effects of stress and cortisol. So excessive cortisol production can lead to fat storage and extreme cravings for high carbohydrate and sugary refined foods that spike insulin. And the reason for this is because insulin is an antagonistic hormone to cortisol, meaning when stress and cortisol is high, the body naturally craves insulin to help lower it. So the solution is, if this is you, before jumping into an intermittent fasting protocol, First work on your relationship and mindset towards food. Food is fuel. Food is not a solution to all your problems in life. So focus on adding in more healthy foods into your diet at regular times throughout the day. Once you fix that obsession with food, then consider trying a reduced intermittent fasting schedule of fasting for only 12 to 14 hours and then increasing the eating window to 10 to 12 hours. Then you can play with the idea of the 16-8 intermittent fasting approach, guys baby steps. So the issue number two with skipping breakfast is hunger hormones. So as I've shared in other posts, the body has several hormones that play a role in telling you when you're hungry and when you're full, which is the leptin hormone. So for some of those people who fast, these hunger hormones may get thrown way out of balance, meaning you're at a higher risk for uncontrollable appetites and binging. So in other words, your brain no longer gets the messages of when you're feeling full and satisfied after a decent sized meal. This means that even when your eating window is only eight hours, if your hunger hormones are out of whack, you'll just continually eat within that eight hours, even if that means you're overeating for your goals. So although people who follow extended fasting protocols may be more at risk for creating these hunger hormone issues and struggling with like an insatiable appetite, it's still something to make note of during your 16-8 intermittent fasting experience. So the solution to this guys is if hunger hormones are an issue, you can still get the fat burning benefits and the improvement in insulin sensitivity by simply reducing the fasting to 12 to 14 hours and increasing that eating eating window to 10 to 12 hours. And the third issue with skipping breakfast guys is female hormones. So this obviously is for the ladies. Although the research is still not conclusive on this, there was a study on women who fasted during Ramadan. So a higher percentage of these women had an abnormal menstrual cycle during the fasted 30 days of Ramadan versus the previous month of non-fasting. So the solution is once again, if this is an issue for you, can just consider reducing that fasting window and increasing the eating window to a 14-10 or 12-12 ratio. So let me end this video guys. Bottom line, is breakfast right for you? Well, Eating breakfast is great for athletes and people who are already lean and healthy and looking to build muscle. And as described earlier, from a hormonal perspective, certain women may do better eating more frequently. Also, people who live a high stress life and are having issues with eating may also benefit from eating breakfast. So let me wrap this up once and for all guys. There is no such thing as a perfect diet or a nutrition protocol that works 
for everyone. It's completely up to you to test, experiment, and figure out not only what works for your goals, but what is also sustainable for your lifestyle. So guys, I'm interested in hearing about your experience. In the comments below, let me know if you thrive on eating breakfast or if you do better following an intermittent fasting protocol. And if you need our help, guys, if you prefer to have all the guesswork taken out of your meal planning, over at teamlivelean.com, we provide our members with weekly meal plans, recipes, cooking videos, grocery lists, workouts, and so much more. If this sounds good to you, link to join our team is in the video description below. So thanks for watching guys and keep living lean. Thank you so much for listening to the Live Lean TV podcast. It would truly mean the world to me if you go right now and leave a rating and review of this podcast on iTunes. Your words, they help us reach more people and grow our Live Lean mission. Thanks for listening and keep living lean.